Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Christian Talk with Eric Thompson. A thoughtful podcast helping Christians navigate life. A podcast for Christ. I bring faith, family, political issues, Using God's Word, the Bible. The victory is ours. Let our light shine before others so they may glorify our Father in Heaven. Welcome to Christian Talk with Eric Thompson. Hi, welcome to another Christian Talk podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Eric Thompson out here in the Central Valley of California. It is December 21st. 2022. Thank you so much for sitting in. This is our Coffee with Christians podcast as we are working our way through the Bible one chapter at a time. Today we'll be going through Numbers chapter 4 as God is now going to specify the different tribes of the Levitical line and what their jobs were going to be. But we'll get to that here in a minute. Thank you again for Checking out and listening to my podcast, if you missed any of the other ones, there's a bunch of them starting to build up now since we are started in Genesis, working our way through numbers. You can download the previous ones wherever you get your podcast. I typically will go through several scriptures that the Lord put on my heart, and then we will get to the main study. But with Christmas drawing near, drawing nigh, I thought we would look into the supernatural, the verification that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He's unique. There's no one like him. He's our only, the only Lord and Savior that will ever be for mankind. And there was over 300 prophecies, predictions that the Old Testament, that God, the Holy Spirit, speaking through 40 different men, some of the prophets in the Old Testament, King David, etc. But God says in his word that I am different than the, the fake little G gods because I can, I'm the only one who can tell the future in advance, because I am God. I'm not contained by time. I create and cause things to happen. What I'm noticing 
this year especially, as I'm just looking at the scriptures on the prophecies of Christ and the possibility, the mathematical probability that Jesus fulfilled the prophecies, I think in a world that has moved so far away from biblical truth towards self-worship, that some of the, some of us in the true body of Christ, we've kind of lost that awe that we should have continually that God for his own glory and for his own sake, according to the counsel of his own will, that he would have a bride for Jesus Christ, the Son of God, that he predetermined that Jesus would come to earth, take on flesh, dwell amongst those whom he created, allow himself to be put through a bogus trial, sentenced to death, put on a cross, on the cross he took the sins of those who would be saved, then he gave up his spirit, was buried according to the scriptures, on the third day rose according to the scriptures, now he sits at the right hand of the Father in heaven interceding for us. But as we get started here, we do need to start at Hebrews 4, 12, and 13 because the reason why we can have a Bible study, the reason why we do not have to fear like the world is that Hebrews 4, 12, and 13 reminds us that this word of God, like I said, that God the Holy Spirit inspired 40 different men on three different continents over a 1,500-year period to pen God's word, that there's nothing that can be added to, taken away from. Everything necessary for godly living is contained in the scriptures, and thus this word of God, Hebrews 4.12, says it's alive and active. As we're going through the study and we're going, I'm going to be reading a lot of scriptures, a little bit of commentary, because God says that his word will not return void. There's no promise that my commentary on his word will not. So this word of God is alive and active, and it's sharper than a double-edged sword, and it's penetrating even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. And God's word judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. And this is crucial for us that are saved because there's nothing in creation that's hidden from God's sight because God is omnipresent. He's everywhere. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. The Bible is very clear from the beginning, even as far back as Genesis 3.15, which theologians, they like to use these big words. They call it the Provo Evangelium, or the first gospel. Back in Genesis 3.15, 
God said, I'm going to put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. That was God cursing Lucifer, the devil, for encouraging Eve to sin. So from the beginning, God already had a plan on how he would redeem. He would redeem his creatures, his humans that were made in his image, knowing in advance that they would fall. So the gospel was right out of the chute. If you summarize it all, like a great English preacher, Charles Simeon, said that this verse is the sum and summary of the entire Bible. So it's, hey, man and woman, hey, woman, Lucifer, hey, Lucifer, you're, you're going to have a problem with this woman who you deceived, her offspring. He's going to crush you. Now, who, who is this child, who is this offspring that was going to, that was told in advance would crush the enemy of our souls and the father of this fallen world? This Jesus Christ. Here are just some of the prophecies, which, by the way, there's over 300 the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT, they calculated that the odds of Jesus Christ fulfilling eight of the 300-plus prophecies, the odds of one person being able to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years have their actions and the, the events in their life pre-told down to specifics the odds of it happening, eight of the 300 is one in a tri- one in 100 trillion. Chances of one man fulfilling 48 of the prophecies is 10 to the power of 157, which is more than the odds of finding one atom among all the atoms of the known galaxies of the universe. Here are some of the prophecies. He was going to be of King David's family. The Messiah would be born to a virgin, a young woman. He would be born in this little insignificant town outside of Jerusalem called Bethlehem. He would minister in Galilee and Nazareth when the the mantra at the time was, what good, can, what, what good comes out of Nazareth? Who, there's nothing good in Nazareth. But this is the Messiah we're talking about. That he would be announced in advance by an Elijah type, which is John the Baptist. His mission would include the Gentiles. His ministry would include healing. He would teach through the parable. He would teach through parables. That's just eight. Try to picture one person, hundreds and almost a thousand years, and some of them, that the Messiah is going to come. He's going to be born of 
David's family. And he's going to be born to a young woman, a virgin, and he's going to be born in this over in Bethlehem. He's going to minister over in Galilee and Nazareth. He's going to be advanced by an Elijah type, John the Baptist. He's, he's actually going to also include the Gentiles, the, the dirty Gentiles for the Jewish people. And he would be healing people of their diseases, and he would teach through parables. And then we continue on. The leaders would reject him. Yes, the leaders would reject the Messiah when he, when he came. But he would end up making a triumphal entry into Jerusalem. He would be murdered, and then his followers would scatter, and that people would actually cast lots for his garments. He would be pierced. This is some of the prophecies prophecies were before the cross existed. Piercing was part of the the Romans would to ensure that the convicted person, the murderer, or the guilty person on the cross was actually dead before they let the body be taken. But then Psalm thirty four twenty and John nineteen thirty three. It confirmed it that that none of his bones though would be broken through this murder of him. That he would actually die among criminals. But his he would be buried with the in a tomb with the rich. Because only the wealthy had these type of tombs. And then he would raise it would rise up from the dead. Those are just 17. Again, the odds of some per, one person fulfilling eight of the prophecies is one in 100 trillion. And to do 48 of them is unfathomable. I think, and I know, When unsaved people hear what I'm saying, they dismiss it immediately because they are not called to come to Christ. Thus, they are dead in their trespasses and they have no desire. They don't want God. They don't want what I'm saying to be true. They don't want to know the numbers. They don't want to think logically. So if you tell them, hey, Isaiah 9, 6 and 7 says unbelieving friend or family member that the, the Messiah would be a child who would be born. For unto us a child is born, for unto us a Savior. The governments would be upon his shoulders. Isaiah seven fourteen that he'd be born of a virgin. Micah 5, 2, that he'd be born in Bethlehem. Jeremiah 23, 5 and 6, he'd be born from the line of David. Isaiah 11, 1. Jesus would be born from the line of Jesse. Numbers 24, 17, he'd be from the line of Jacob. All nations would be blessed through him. Genesis 22, 18. And then Jeremiah 13, 15, that the King Herod in the future, there was no King Herod when Jeremiah 31, 15 was penned by the Holy Spirit through Jeremiah that, that there would be a king who would murder all the children trying to kill trying to kill this Messiah baby. 
when you think about it, it should cause you, it causes me to take a, take a moment to really fall on my face and be back in awe. God came to earth because he loved us for his glory's sake. The baby in the manger is the God-man preparing for his short life ministry, death, the conquering of sin, and then returning to his place of glory in heaven. So as as you go through, if you're hearing this before Christmas or after, keep in mind this, this isn't just a day because Jesus wasn't born most likely in the winter. So December 25th was, I think, Constantine put that in to be around the time of Hanukkah and all that. But the reality is it gives us a chance as believers in Jesus Christ around the world to say, let's again go through God's plan, the Old Testament prophecies, the fulfillment, birth, ministry, death and resurrection, role in the church, lineages, just just so we can say, you know what? From Genesis 3.15, God had a plan, and Jesus came at the right time according to the counsel of his own will, entered in to this world through birth of a virgin on the right day at the right time. Everything is done, has been done according and will continue to be done according to God's perfect plan. God is not caught off guard. The excessive, perverse culture that we live in, this, this decline that we're seeing, God is in control of it. See, the prophecies tell us that Jesus is coming back soon and these things, earthquakes and wars and rumors of wars and people running around and they're, they're, there's this nervousness as, as the increase in knowledge, knowledge expedites and there would be this move towards a global currency, a new world order, cashless society, and when you look in the when you look at the prophecies, there is no United States in the end times. That's anything like a Persia, Iraq, Russia, Libya, kings of the East. The Bible doesn't say that the king that the king of the West or the the powerful the superpower from the West will come to Israel's defense. No. I'm a political writer, so I love our country, and I am doing everything I can to try to encourage people to be involved for liberty's sake. But on this week, during this week, that we remember and we 
meditate on the the God's plan before anything existed. Jesus's perfect timing coming to earth. His accomplishment of everything that was prophesied, his return to heaven and he will return again. That is what we need to keep in mind. And I'll do a whole podcast on this, but I didn't want to I didn't want to not set the stage as I do some podcasts leading up to Christmas morning. Because we don't want to miss, we don't want to miss the awesomeness of God. The world offers nothing. So, first John, we normally do it every podcast, but you don't want to love the world because the love of the world is what you can see, what you can feel, what you can get. No, we as the men and women, the redeemed co-heirs with Christ, adopted children, we are in awe, God, that you do what you say you're going to do every time. And our hearts and desires is that we would conform to your will. And Lord, give us the wisdom, discernment, and the faith to pursue your will for your glory's sake. Amen. All right, we're going to get to numbers four here in a minute. I do want to remind you guys every time. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Couple sponsors that you guys have really been taking advantage of. If you're new or if you've been listening to me and you're like, Okay, I, I know he talks about pure talk and my pillow, but if you're if you're tired of supporting cellular companies that that pay for abortion ads, that that pay for that that sponsor events that attack the Christian faith and the traditional family, then what are you doing about it? AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, or Sprint are all far-left woke corporations that are attacking the Christian worldview. A couple years ago, I found out about a company called Pure Talk USA, and they don't. And so I've been so happy with them because my bill has gone down over 50%, and I'm still on the same network, the same tower. I didn't have to buy new phones or phone numbers. I'm not in a contract. It's month-to-month. But my bill is only $47 a month for two iPhones on their network. Pure Talk is in the Atlanta, Georgia area. And the technology allows them to have us on the same 5G network we're on now, the same tower. And they basically provide the billing and the customer service. So you pay Pure Talk, US, you put Pure Talk USA every month instead of paying one of the major carriers. They have to charge a lot to big carriers because they have a lot of overhead. So you can keep everything the same, switch over, and the average family saves about $1,000 a year. So 
do me a favor, do your family a favor, do yourself a favor. Go to this website, gopuretalk.com, gopuretalk.com. Choose a plan that's right for you. They've got six gigabytes of data, unlimited texting and calling for 30 bucks a month without a contract, month to month, and you don't have to buy any new phones or phone numbers. You can't beat it. So go puretalk.com, choose a plan that's right for you. If you want to keep your phones and phone numbers, order the SIM cards right there on the homepage. They'll show up in the mail. When you check out, make sure you put the promo code BIBLE in. You'll get 50% off your first month of your Pure Talk bill, which is only going to, it's already going to be 50% of what you've been paying. Customer service is in the Atlanta, Georgia area, and they do not charge you if you go over on your data like the major carriers do. So your bill is the same every month. Mine's 47 bucks. So going to 2023 with a much lower and fixed cell phone bill and stop supporting their causes and start supporting Christian Talk and Pure Talk USA. One last time, go puretalk.com, choose a plan that's right for you, order the the SIM cards, at checkout, put in the promo code BIBLE to get 50% off your first month. SIM cards show up, pop them in your phones, turn them on. Welcome to the Pure Talk family. Thanks for doing that. Okay. Numbers chapter four. Last time we went through God choosing and setting apart the Levites to do the work of the ministry. So now in chapter four, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, okay, take a census of the Kothahite branch of the Levites, the, the Levitical line under, of Aaron by their clans and by their families. I want you to count all the men from 30 to 50 years old who come to serve and and work in the tent of meeting. This is the work of the Kohathites at the tent of meeting. This is what they're going to do. They're going to take care of the most holy things. When the camp is to move, Aaron and his sons are to go in and take down the shielding curtain and put it over the Ark of the Covenant then they are to cover the curtain with a durable leather and then spread a, cl- a cloth of solid blue over it and put the poles in place, the little rings that were built into the Ark of the Covenant because you, you couldn't touch it. And so when they went to carry it, they had to be able to put the poles in of gold into the rings of gold so they could carry it when they moved from location to location. Verse 7, over the table of the presence... They were to spread a blue cloth and put its plates, dishes, and bowls and jars for drinking offerings. So they put it, they spread it out, then they put all this stuff in it, over it, I mean in it, and then they and then the bread that is continued there is to remain, and they are to spread a scarlet cloth over them and then cover them with the durable leather. So they basically go up to you have the showbread table, you've got the menorah that's burning the oils where they're gonna have to cover that up. The incense. So they're basically the Kohathites are given the instructions on when it's time to go, go put this cloth over them, this waterproof, durable leather over it, have the poles in it, and get ready to move. You go down a little bit farther, verse 12, then you are to take the articles used for ministering in the sanctuary, wrap them in a blue cloth, cover with the durable leather, put them 
on a carrying frame, and they are to remove the ashes from the bronze altar and spread a purple cloth over it, and they are, they are to place it place on it all the utensils used for ministering on the altar, including the fire pans, meat forks, shovels, sprinkling bowls, and you cover it with durable leather and put the poles in place. After Aaron and his sons had finished covering the holy furnishes and all the holy articles, and when the camp is ready to move, only then are the Kohathites to come and to do the carrying, but they must not touch the holy things or they will die. The Kohathites are to carry those things that are in the tent of meeting. If it's the first time you're listening, God is holy. Humans are not. We bring nothing to God except faith. It's because it's by grace that we're saved. By faith, not because of things we do. We cannot please God with our actions. Except when called, we respond, we believe, we confess, we are saved. So when a holy God gives instructions and the people violate the, the instructions and they infringe on his holiness, then, then they die. We as new believers in Jesus Christ in the New Testament haven't been washed, been covered with the blood of Christ, been filled with the Holy Spirit of God. We then now are perpetually in fellowship with God and we are atoned for because of the work of Jesus Christ on the cross. So we don't get killed when we make a mistake. Those who reject Jesus Christ are given a common grace. It rains on the just and the unjust. The sun rises for the just and the unjust. God is long-suffering, but at some point, God is going to end their lives, and then they will have to give an account, and then they will die physically, and then they will spend eternity in perpetual misery, which is why the gospel, we, are, we as believers are to be prepared to give an answer. The gospel, for those who are, that are seeking God, because then they are also being delivered from the fire that all of us were deserve, but God graciously saved some of us which is why he gets all the praise and glory. So down to verse 17, the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, see that the Kohathite tribal clans are not destroyed from among the Levites. Make sure they follow the rules, guys, please. So that they may live and not die when they come near the most holy things. Do this for them. Aaron and his sons are to go into the sanctuary, assign to each man his work and what he is to carry, but the Kohathites must not Go in and look at the holy things. They cannot go behind the holy of holies, even for a moment, or they will die. Not till Aaron has taken everything down and they're then getting everything packed up to move. But if they go in before then, then they will die. Next, it's the Gershonites. The Lord said to Moses, now take a census of this clan of the Levites, 
count all the men from 30 to 50 who come to serve in the work of the tent of meeting. This is a service of the Gershonite clans in their carrying another work. They are to carry the curtains of the tabernacle. It's coverings, it's outer coverings of durable leather, the curtains for the entrance of the tent of meeting, the curtains of the courtyard surrounding the tabernacle, the altar, the curtains of the entrance to the courtyard, ropes and all the equipment used in the service of the tent. The Gershonites are to do all that needs to be done with these things. Verse 27, all their service, whether carrying or doing other work, is to be done under the direction of Aaron and his sons. You shall assign them all the responsibility that they are to carry out. This is a service of the Gershonites, clans at the tent of meeting. Their duties are to be done under the direction of Ithamar, the son of Aaron, the priest. Now the Merites, count the Merites by their clans and families, 30 to 50 as part of the service at the tent. They're to carry the frames, it's crossbars, posts, and bases as well as a post of the surrounding courtyard in their bases, tent, pegs, ropes, and equipment, and everything related to use. Assigned each man a specific thing he's to carry out. This is the service of the Merite clans as they are to work at the tent of meeting under the direction of Ithamar, the son of Aaron, its priest. You see a common thing here, right? So the Lord is telling Moses and Aaron, okay, you go to these clans and say, okay, Kohathites, you're going to be dealing with the all of the internal things of the tent of meeting. You're going to be, you're going to be going into the, even the Ark of the Covenant and the and the showbread table and the incense table and the and the altar. You're going to be doing these things, and then I want each person specifically told exactly what they will do in their clan in for the work of the group. So that's when God is saying, okay, the Kohathites are going to deal with this. The Gershonites are going to deal with the curtains. And, and the Merites are going to deal with the frames. And then in verse 34, the numbering of the Levite clans. So Moses, Aaron, and the leaders of the community counted the Kohathites by their clans. So all the men from 30 to 50 who came to serve in the work of the tenant meeting, counted by clans, were 2,750 workers. The Gershonites were counted by their clans, 30 to 50, 2,630. Merites counted, 30 to 50 years old, 3,200. So verse 46, so Moses, Aaron, and the leaders of Israel counted all the Levites by their clans and families. All the men from 30 to 50 years of age who came to do the work of serving and carrying the tent of meeting numbered 8,580. At the Lord's command through Moses, each was assigned his work and was told what to carry. Thus, they were counted as the Lord commanded Moses. What do we get? More structure, accountability, just down to, okay, you're part of... For example, okay, hey, Kohathites, okay, there's 2,750 of you, and hey, you, you're going to do this, and you're accountable to God, and if you do not do what you're told to do by Ithahar, by Aaron's sons, Ithamar, 
then if you go outside of God's will, you're going to deal with the wrath of holiness on you, which is death. And God said, please, he didn't say please, make sure that they understand that this is serious stuff. We live under the grace of God. This, the holiness of God is the same. He's the same today. We are loved by and we love a holy, righteous, unfathomably powerful, all-knowing, never-changing, only God that will ever be. And he, his son, and the Holy Spirit are God. Three distinct personalities functioning as the Godhead for the purpose of the glorification of the Father, the establishment of the body of Christ, and the one Lord and Savior that will ever be Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit who works on the hearts and in believers to draw them close, to to drive them towards prayer and time in the word and to, to help reveal the truths of the scriptures that point to the cross to Jesus who then says, look at my father. And when we do that, when we make much of Jesus, he's lifted up and he draws people unto himself. And one day we will all be glorified, those who are born from above, and we will spend eternity with God. And what we will know is we are known. So if you're listening to this before Christmas, take a moment and say, you know, Lord, thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus, that you, like Philippians 2 says, that you, even though you're God, you laid aside, you, you said, you know, I'm going to humble myself. Jesus, I can't understand it, but I worship you that you would humble yourself and you would come and live amongst sinful creatures, humans, as one of us being tempted all ways, but not sinning. And at the appointed time, you started your ministry. The appointed time, according to scriptures, you were put on a cross. The appointed time, you said it is finished. You conquered death. The veil was torn in the temple. Bodies came up out of the graves. The third day, you rose. You appeared to more than 500 believers. Then you gave the great commission to go out and share the gospel to make disciples of the nations. You sent the Holy Spirit, and you will come again. So, Lord, let us not miss you in this, this secular holiday we call Christmas because we don't know the day you were born, but it doesn't matter. The fact is, Jesus you were born, you do love us, you have saved us, and you will come to get us and to take us 
to spend eternity with you. Thank you. Amen. All right, hopefully that was a blessing for you. I know um, it can be like a lot of details, but I think I think this one makes sense to me specifically because we're looking at the law and God's graciousness to give them instructions and to give them the ability to do what's right so they weren't just like wandering around getting themselves in trouble because God is just. There's huge sales going on right now as I let you go. Up to 80% off on hundreds of items over at my pillow. We need all of us need sheets and we need towels and we need pillows and we need sandals and and robes and all kinds of household items. Well, if you go to mypillow.com forward slash FLS, then what happens is you get up to eighty percent off the items and you can support the podcast. So you can also go to this special link I have, mypillow.vip. It will forward you over to my page, mypillow.vip. Choose the items that's right for you. He's got 60-day money-back guarantee. I sleep on the sheets, Giza sheets from the northern part of Egypt. Very soft, breathable. They get softer at every wash. Huge sales on those. They've got slippers, sandals, Bible pillows for your kids and grandkids. Regular pillows, which I sleep on every night, and you can wash them, and they're adjustable. So check them out. Go to mypillow.vip or mypillow.com forward slash FLS. Make sure you put the promo code FLS in at checkout to get up to 80% off. So hope you guys are encouraged, and hopefully that builds up your confidence. And when you share the gospel with people or tell them about Jesus, say, you know what? One in a hundred trillion that eight of the hundreds of prophecies, 300 or more, came to pass in Jesus Christ. So he is God. He is true. He is your judge. He is Lord. Let me tell you about him. Share the gospel in love. Do it in humility and let the Holy Spirit take care of the rest of it. God bless you guys. Take care.